Libretto after an extremely tough 2020 for many. It is so exciting to announce our first in real life event for 2021. Oh, MP, it's an understatement to say we miss connecting with our tribe, but it makes the 2021 wellness breakthrough all the more exciting. If you're ready to rebound or to make a comeback and even make 2021 your best year yet, you are warmly invited to join Brett, myself, and an intimate group of like-minded souls at the Wellness Breakthrough from February 5 to 7. Imagine yourself tucked away in the serene Streslecki Ranges of Gippsland, Victoria. You don't have to cook, you don't have to clean or do anything domestic. We feed you, we accommodate you, we hold the space for you to create your own wellness breakthrough. Whether it's in your health, your relationships, work, life, wealth, spirit, any part of your life, you can expect major transformation at our most intimate event. We'd love for you to join us, but spaces are strictly limited to 20 attendees. And as we record this, we have less than 10 spaces left. For more info, to watch the highlights of previous years and to join us from February 5 to 7 in 2021, go to thewellnessbreakthrough.com. This podcast is brought to you by my new book, Rock Bottom. Bouncing back from rock bottom need not always be a complex recovery process that requires a degree in psychiatry to understand. Sometimes you just need real, simple, actionable advice that you can understand and follow step by step to find peace, healing and confidence. After getting divorced in 2013, I hit my rock bottom, physically, mentally and financially. I know what rock bottom is like and I know what I did to recover. This book is my story but also the simple, actionable steps I took, and you can too, to bounce back from rock bottom and live the life you always dreamed of. Don't lose years of precious time with your family and friends. Read the book, take the actions, and start the path to recovery now. Marcus Pierce has called it a confronting memoir addressing the three words we fear most. Who am I? While Cindy O'Meara says it is a timeless book, Fred has mastered how to go from rock bottom and find a way back to the top. Grab your copy of Rock Bottom by heading to rockbottombook.com or clicking on the link in the show notes. TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. Real news, real health, real quick. Hi, I'm Brett, and this week in wellness, a systematic review shows the potential benefits of a ketogenic diet for treating Alzheimer's disease. With between 400,000 and 500,000 Australians suffering from dementia in 2020, and Alzheimer's accounting for 70% of those, it really is an important finding, especially as the billions spent researching for a pharmaceutical intervention have been largely ineffective. Published in Advances in Nutrition, the review covered 10 randomized controlled trials using a combination of keto formulas keto meals, MCT powder, MCT drinks, and ketone drinks to get the ketogenic benefits, with the results including improved general cognition and memory. Interestingly, those who had an APOE4 gene had lower ketone levels and improved less quickly and less dramatically than those with an APOE2 or APOE3 gene. As always, the links are in the show notes. Now, my opinion on this is that it's great to see this growing body of evidence being recognized. There really has been a glut of evidence coming out suggesting not only this link between ketogenic or high-fat diets and improvements in 
Alzheimer's symptoms and dementia symptoms, but there also has been research suggesting a link between the converse, you know, high-carbohydrate diets and decline in terms of brain function and dementia and Alzheimer's as well. So I really think it's great to see these sort of reviews happening because they're showing that there's not just one study showing this, it's multiple, in this case, 10 studies showing this. And that helps give us some confidence that there really is something here we can work with to, in order to be able to make a change and help these hundreds of thousands of people in Australia alone who are really suffering. And, you know, not only is it being shown in the evidence, but it really just makes a lot of common sense. You know, we know that our brain is 60% fat. So having those proper fat building blocks and particularly those healthy fat building blocks to create our brain and to support our brain, it makes sense that that's going to be helpful and that that's going to be beneficial as well. You know, it's nice to see the research and it's good to know that what we know about the development of the human species and the evolution of our brain, that we were eating more meats and healthy fats and animal fats as we evolved. And so once again, it, it makes sense logically as well as being shown in the research, which is great. And it's great that we're studying, not just you know looking for drugs and medications to try and treat this condition, but we're looking at these food interventions as well. And you know, wouldn't it be wonderful if we could generate really great long-term solutions for dementia and Alzheimer's by using food as opposed to medications? It's in the long run going to be far cheaper and I think probably far healthier as well. So what would be interesting as we look more closely into this is to examine whether the difference between using real food in terms of a ketogenic approach versus using these sort of supplements and shakes and MCT oils as well. What happens if we use coconut oil instead of MCT oil? Does that get the same result or is that a different result? You know, what happens if we're doing healthy keto meals with healthy animal fats and avocado and coconut oil and those sort of things as opposed to these more, I guess, processed ingredients. Does that get us lesser results? Does that get us better results? What about if we include movement in part of the picture? You know, we know how important movement is for the brain. You know, Roger Sperry, the Nobel Prize winner, said that movement, particularly movement of the spine, was like the windmill that generates the power for your brain. So what would happen if we included movement into this picture? Could we get even better results? The other thing that I'd be really curious to see compared here is What if we just introduce more healthy fats into the diet without necessarily going the full-blown ketogenic approach? You know, could we be doing something more similar to a paleo approach with really healthy fats, but also really healthy proteins and really healthy carbohydrates mixed into the picture? Would that still enable us to get a good result with these Alzheimer's? Or is it the case that once we get a certain distance down the path, is it the case that we need to take a more interventionist approach and go the more strict keto to really get those results? So I think there's some really great evidence coming out here. I think it's a really good indication that if you are concerned about your mental health, if you are concerned about dementia, if you are concerned about Alzheimer's, that getting some healthy fats into your diet is a really important thing. And I think it's a great reminder to all of us to eat a really healthy, balanced diet. You know, many of our standard Australian, our standard American diets are really high in carbohydrates, often high in processed fats, but low in healthy, real food fats as well. So we need to make sure that we're getting those into our diets to support our brain health. You've been listening to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. To continue the conversation, find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash This Week in Wellness. If you like this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes. And for more information about this and other projects from me, head to drbretthill.com. 
This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.